Happy 115th birthday, Harley Davidson. This is Harley Davidson, building the brand. Here's your host, Gene Miller. Good morning, I'm your host, Gene Miller, and over the course of the next hour, we're going to relive and replay some of the vignettes you've heard in recent weeks leading up to the big Harley-Davidson 115th anniversary bash that just wrapped up this weekend. The cleanup continues, obviously, at various points around town, but a lot of memories will live on. We'll also hear from Harley-Davidson marketing manager Chris Urban about just what the brand means to the Milwaukee community as well as around the world. Harley, of course, had humble beginnings on Milwaukee north side it has now become one of the most recognizable names in the world certainly a huge brand and it's been everything in between this is the story of some people who believe something different 115 years ago William Harley Arthur Davidson Walter Davidson and Bill Davidson changed the way roads were traveled he wanted to take the work out of bicycling so they wanted something that was a little bit stronger. So they set out to make something more powerful. They said it was not for any commercial venture, but because of laziness. Tom Boffert is a historian and steward of the company's archives. Take off on a legend, a Harley-Davidson freedom machine. In their first year, Harley-Davidson produced and sold three bikes, but quickly grew from there. The very next year, 1904, they made a similar amount. By 1905, they made 16 motorcycles. 1906, they made 50 motorcycles. So they were growing slowly but steadily. A year later, in 1907, after building their first motorcycle shop in Milwaukee, Harley-Davidson incorporated and continued its rise as the most prominent name in the business. But before Harley got to this... The product is rolling across six continents now. They are the people who build Harley-Davidson motorcycles. It started here. The small 116cc engine that William Harley and Arthur Davidson attached to a pedal bike. From those humble beginnings on the north side of Milwaukee, along with that engine and its signature looped frame, Harley became the behemoth we know, ready to celebrate 115 years. Mike Spaulding, WTMJ News. WTMJ's Mike Spaulding looking back at the history of the Harley-Davidson Motorcycle Company. They have, of course, extended many connections in the process of becoming such a worldwide brand. One of those special relationships is between Harley and law enforcement. We possess over 80% of the U.S. market share in police motorcycles and uh, gaining every day. Harley-Davidson has a deep history with law enforcement. They've been making police motorcycles for 110 years, since 1908. George Petropolis is the manager of police and fleet sales with Harley-Davidson. So our relationship is very strong uh, with all levels of law enforcement, from small little municipalities uh, around Wisconsin to, you know, departments that are escorting the president every day in the D.C. metropolitan area. They have around 4,000 customers from 40 different countries who ride Harley police motorcycles. Many police departments around Wisconsin use hogs as well. Milwaukee PD just, you know, have one of the agencies uh, that uses uh, Harley-Davidson. we got Milwaukee County, we have Franklin, looking at, you know, like in the suburbs of Milwaukee, the New Berlins also have them. Petropolis says these bikes have special features that assist police in the best way possible. We have a different wiring harness in the motorcycles themselves so that all of the integrated emergency equipment can be utilized uh, 
by just using your regular hand controls. Harley also has a police advisory board that helps ensure the future police motorcycles have the most up-to-date features. You know, these, these folks work really hard at what they do, and uh, shout out to law enforcement for doing what they do. And I'm really proud to say a lot of them are friends, uh, and not only customers, but friends, more importantly. Melissa Barclay, WTMJ News. WTMJ's Melissa Barkley looking back at Harley-Davidson's unique and special relationship with law enforcement, police agencies, sheriff's departments all over the planet. Coming up, there was a time when Harley-Davidson was owned by a bowling ball company, the turbulent 1980s. That's next on WTMJ's Harley Building the Brand. You're listening to Harley-Davidson Building the Brand. Happy 115th, Harley, from all of us at WTMJ. Now, here's your host, Gene Miller. Morning once again. I'm your host, Gene Miller. We're looking back at a series of special stories and vignettes that we compiled over recent weeks in preparation for the Harley-Davidson 115th anniversary. You're also going to hear from marketing manager Chris Urban about the history of Harley and what happens moving forward. Successful now, but that wasn't always the case, especially in the 1980s during the AMF ownership years. WTMJ's John McCure looks back at how the 1980s helped shape Harley. The 1980s. Big video games. Big hair. Doc, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? And big movies. It was also a huge decade for Harley-Davidson. That's a dynamic period for Harley. It was easily one of the most challenging periods of Harley's history. Bill Jackson is a Harley historian. It's a very compelling period because within a very short space of time, Harley went from the brink of bankruptcy to not only solvency, but really storming back. In 1980, Harley was the only American motorcycle manufacturer, and as foreign bike companies like Honda and Kawasaki dumped cheap bikes into the U.S., Harley asked the government to intercede. I would say it was a scary time for Harley-Davidson. Stiff tariffs were put on bikes coming into America. That allowed Harley to catch its breath. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. 1987, as Reagan speaks at the Berlin Wall, Harley finds its footing. Late 80s is really a renaissance for Harley, and it was a, possibly the biggest transformation in Harley-Davidson's history. And that really becomes the period in which production numbers spike up and quality is getting better, which of course allowed for a development of newer things. It's really a golden age for Harley-Davidson. A decade that came in with leg warmers. And Valley Girls goes out with America's Motorcycle Company. Back on top. WTMJ's John McCure looking back at how the 1980s, turbulent as they were, helped shape Harley-Davidson and make it the company that it is today. As with all companies, technology continues to evolve, and that means changes in product lines. WTMJ's Eric Bilstad looks at the future of motorcycles and what the coming years might bring for Harley-Davidson. When you think of Harley-Davidson, this is the sound that enters your mind. But perhaps someday, the sound will evolve into this. Battery-powered motorcycles. They're already here, but Project Livewire, Harley's new heavy motorcycle line, 
is scheduled to launch in 2019. You pull back and you go, acceleration is incredibly quick. Bernstein research analyst Dave Beckel. The throttle is very responsive off the line, would be quite appealing to a number of riders. In the coming years, Harley's also planning a broader range of models that are light and nimble. Electric bikes that are uh, conducive to using in urban areas predominantly in the U.S. But will it work? Is there a market for such vehicles? Well, it's a bit of a chicken and the egg dilemma since there isn't that much in the way of production of larger motorcycles. There hasn't been much demand. In some respects, you need supply to build demand. I think that's sort of the controversy that exists here with Harley is can they create a market from scratch, essentially. They're going to try as the motorcycle maker moves into the 21st century and beyond. Eric Bilstead, WTMG. Change and what it may look like at Harley-Davidson in the years ahead, as told by WTMJ's Eric Bilstead as we continue. Harley building the brand. Another special relationship is that between Harley-Davidson and the Muscular Dystrophy Association, both nationally and here in the Milwaukee area. Millions of dollars raised over the course of the years for MDA by Harley-Davidson and their very, very loyal customers. The relationship dates back almost four decades. Since that time, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company, all of their dealers, their hog chapters, their customers, and of course all of their riders, have raised over $103 million for MDA. Lisa Lodi is MDA's National VP of Community Engagement. She was there for the landmark 85th anniversary bash that established Milwaukee as the party centerpiece, igniting the MDA tradition, one that started very simply that summer. We sent out pledge kits through the mail, and riders who were coming to Milwaukee collected cash and checks. And when we saw what a huge response we had, just really with a very easy last-minute effort, um, every year since then, our, our involvement has grown. They've sold pins, done live auctions, ride home events, and raffle drawings involving big name acts at Milwaukee's lakefront. lucky enough to have some of our big raffle drawings and um, some of the introduction of MDA's both national and local ambassadors um, up on stage with the Doobie Brothers, um, with Bruce Springsteen and his band. The relationship extends well beyond the once every five-year anniversary fling. It includes annual MDA summer camp appearances. A group of Harley-Davidson riders come down with sidecars and they take all of the kids at summer camp around the entire campground for rides. Then there's Milwaukee's black and blue ball each spring. It's a gala. Uh, where our guests wear black leather and blue denim. past couple of years, it's netted over a million dollars per year. As well as the upcoming 115th featuring an MDA live auction the afternoon of Friday, August 31st, blending kids with muscular dystrophy with a global culture that's based here in Milwaukee. These are people who have really big hearts and are very generous. Coming up next, they look different, they sound different, they ride like no other. How owning a Harley-Davidson is different than owning any other thing on two wheels. That's next on Harley Building the Brand. Welcome back to Harley-Davidson Building the Brand. Please join us in wishing Harley a very happy 115th birthday. Once again, your host, Gene Miller. 
Good morning and welcome back. I'm your host, Gene Miller, as we look back on Harley-Davidson, its future, its past, and what all of that is going to mean for both customers and for the Milwaukee area that relies so much on Harley-Davidson as a part of the community. Next up, you know the feeling, you know the sound, you know what it's like to ride a Harley-Davidson motorcycle. How is owning a Harley different than any other experience you can have? It's about the bikes, it's about the riders. Being a Harley owner is a special thing, completely different from any other vehicle owner status. It's a very unique experience, hard to explain to someone that doesn't ride a Harley, I guess, but in essence, I I think it's, first of all, it's the, the love of the road and freedom of the road. Mark Jorgensen, the director of the Kettle Moraine Chapter Harley Owners Group, says you become one with the environment. Of course you can get that with any motorcycle. Uh, What makes Harley unique is that there's a family of fellow owners that seem to gleam together uh, because we we share the experience. So it truly is a, a family. And whether you belong to a Harley Owners Group or HOG or you just stop at a rally and you start talking to fellow Harley owners, Uh, you instantly have a connection. The HOG, or Harley Owners Group, formally started in 1983 as a way to build longer-lasting and stronger relationships between the Harley-Davidson Company, employees, and consumers. But where did the name HOG come from? Of course, there's the acronym Harley Owners Group, but history is a little more interesting. I know they uh, did a lot of racing, and the term HOG came up because one of the race teams brought out a piglet, and they just said, oh, here come the people with the HOG but that goes quite a ways back. Hog chapters exist across the globe, and as you might expect, they're a common thread between many Harley owners, regardless of the language. Actually, at the uh, 100th, uh, we've met folks from Japan, Sweden, Italy, Russia, uh, England. So yes, uh, pretty many. And the farthest away? China, the last 110th, we met some folks from China. Yep, it doesn't matter where you're from. As long as you own some Milwaukee iron in the form of a Harley-Davidson motorcycle, you're part of the family. Debbie Lazaga, WTMJ News. WTMJ's Debbie Lazaga explaining how owning a Harley is different than owning any other brand of motorcycle. What has changed over the years? Well, of course, the look, the shape, the sound of Harley-Davidson machinery and also the folks that sit upon Milwaukee Iron. How have the riders changed over the course of 115 years? Everyone recognizes the sound of a Harley, but in 2010, a group started a new motorcycle chapter, bringing with them a new sound. Welcome to Stilettos on Steel. Milwaukee Regional Coordinator Julie Eppenzeller. The stereotype was the leather and the black with the motorcycles and we wanted to bring a different look and that's exactly what we did but to bring women riders together and promote safety and empowerment with the lipstick fingernail polish and a classier look. Eppenzeller says Stilettos now has chapters in 11 states. Guys ride a little different than women do so we like to you know ride and do our own rides so we'll have that opportunity to do different type of rides so within that group. Stilettos on Steel members range in age from the late 20s up to 80 years old. There's a niche for everyone. It depends on the day of the week. It depends on the weekend. It depends on the event. There's something for everyone. And for the group, it's not just about riding. The camaraderie that the women get out of it, it's the passion of riding that brought everyone together, but there's so much more after. Do the riders have to wear high heels? No, actually, we, we don't. I do. Jane Matnair, WTMJ News.
WTMJ's Jane Matinera taking a look at how riders of Harley-Davidson motorcycles have changed over the course of the decades. That's Harley building the brand on behalf of everybody here at WTMJ. And for all you Harley riders out there, happy anniversary. I'm Gene Miller. Thanks for listening.